You win this battle, man, I soon be dead. I'll glue your face to my dick so I can fuck with your head. I got metaphors coming through my pores. You've probably never been in a battle before, so I hope you realize your mistake. There ain't no party cast of candles, this won't be a piece of cake. Please Welcome to the Before Hours Podcast, an internet radio phenomenon hosted by an occasional morning person. I ask the most interesting people I know about their morning routine, their sleep, life, love, stress, and setbacks, whatever else comes to mind. If you want to write about your morning routine or anything else to the podcast, and I'll read it on the air, do so by writing to the Before Hours Podcast at gmail.com. Again, the Before Hours Podcast at gmail.com. I'll read it on the air, but for now, we have an awesome guy. Guy, a hilarious comedian, and dare I say, a good man, a good man, a good man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the, the the thing about this podcast is it's hosted by a person that can't talk, which is kind of cool. Are you kidding? That mm-hmm. intro was seamless. Ooh, you didn't think that? No, that was really impressive. Oh, sweetie, thank you so much. And at the end of the podcast that you did on my podcast, that's this was not a plug, but I was just mm-hmm. saying you recited a Abraham Lincoln speech or yes. part of the speech mm-hmm. that was better than the man himself. Ooh, well, to be fair, we don't have a recording of Abraham Lincoln's But speech. I assume, yeah. Mm-hmm. And your name is Ben Kirschenbaum. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> What's great going to on, be man? Here. Thanks I'm for good. coming. I was, uh, yeah, so, I mean, we'll do the plugs at the end, but you do have a history-based podcast that I was on the last week. Yes, it was about Lincoln. You didn't just suddenly get into the mm-hmm. speech. Although that's very on brand for me to be talking about Lincoln when it, uh, you know, it's not applicable at all, so. Yeah. Yeah, so I appreciate you coming on. Uh, uh, you're 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 from the neighborhood. No, you're from New York, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Where are you from? In Manhattan. I grew Manhattan. up on Ninety Third and Second. Yeah, Hell yeah, yeah, dude! Just like Woody Allen. Just like I would see him a good amount. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> you, walking around. No, and I'm, I'm not kidding. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, yeah, dude. I know almost nothing about Woody Allen other mm. than the things everybody knows about him. You Have you never I mean? seen his movies? I, I. They I, make up for a lot. I, they're really good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> well, that's the thing is yeah. uh, okay. So, so he's, um, so he's, uh, uh, you know, accused of some pretty awful stuff. But his movies are really good. Yeah. But the problem is, I think you need to already be into an artist before the terrible accusations come out. Oh, that's an interesting you know point. I mean? Yeah, because I'm watching. You know the, the ending. I'm, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Okay. I know the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Cause otherwise I'm watching like uh Manhattan sure. and I'm going like, is this pedophile? Worthy? Yeah. That one's mm-hmm. not even my favorite pre the accusations mm-hmm. or I guess, well, accusations happened when I was three years old or mm-hmm. whatever, but um, pre, you know, the, the re accusation. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Woody Allen movie? Annie Hall is probably the best, yeah. which I know is the um, kind of common answer, but I'll throw out two more. So I think Bananas was the funniest. Okay. Because pre-Annie Hall, it's like just going for laughs. Mm-hmm. And then Crimes and Misdemeanors, I think is the best like straight up drama that he made. So I'll give those three. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. I uh, uh, I think I would be into him. He's like very self-deprecating. Yeah. Um, I'm very self-deprecating. Um, so you would see him. You never talked to him. Though. I never went up to him now. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. He seemed not surprisingly like a loner. I, I, he doesn't seem like one of those celebrities who really wants to be yeah. addressed. I've had, I've had that scenario. I pre, um, uh, pre shooting, I yeah. ran into Alec Baldwin. Oh, okay. I was wondering shooting. Like, is there a famous, are we going back to Lincoln? What's, yeah. what's the shooting? Back? Yeah, I ran into John Wilkes <laughs> right. Booth. Yeah. He was still at Ford's theater. Pre-shooting. Uh, you know what? I've seen him on the street as well. Mm-hmm. And he is like a movie star. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like big head and just mm-hmm. sort of, you get it. I would, um, so I don't know if he still lives in this building, but, uh, the building next to his, yeah. I would walk dogs there. So I had a client. Okay. 
Um, so I would just go into their apartment and on my way there, I ran into Alec Baldwin, um, on his, uh, on the phone, like on Bluetooth. Yeah. And he's having what seemed to be a very serious business conversation. Oh, I thought you were going to say screaming his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. You yeah. fucking pig. Yeah, right, right, yeah, right. Okay. I'm like, oh, classic Alec Baldwin, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. This and, happens uh, every day. Yeah. <laughs> What did he, he called a reporter a old queen? Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. There are two separate instances. He called his daughter a pig and he called a gay reporter an old queen, which I'm like, I don't even know if that's homophobic. It's too hokey to be homophobic. It's one of those, yeah, sometimes (laughs) something gets so, such an old school type Mm of insult that it's almost just amusing. Yeah. It's on par with like, go kick rocks. (laughs) (laughs) You old queen. Yeah. Go kick rocks, you old queen. Um, but he, uh, I kind of, I, I don't bother celebrities, yeah. but uh, my eyes just went wide when yeah. it registered who he was. And he kind of like gave me a nod and it was almost to say like, hello, please don't talk to me. Oh, I thought it was going to be like, hello, I see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great. Keep <laughs> going. <laughs> yeah. But no, it wasn't that. I think yeah. he has it down to his science, you of, know, yeah, how yeah, to yeah. handle people. That makes sense. Because anybody with like yeah. a little bit of emotional intelligence would know, okay, don't go up and talk to him. Right. Which I wasn't going to anyway, um, especially because I'm, you know, I'm not like a huge Alec Baldwin fan. Like he's a fine actor. He's not the guy. Who mm-hmm. would be the guy where you would actually be paralyzed? Ooh, Eminem. Eminem, okay. But he f- is like, uh, doesn't, in, in, I know, because I know everything about him, yeah. that he doesn't enjoy fan interaction. So out sure. of respect, I would still probably not say anything. Right. But maybe you'd be so in awe that you wouldn't even be able to Dude, get yeah, words I together. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think I would just enjoy seeing him. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? I yeah. met Bo- Bill Burr one time. That's a big one. Yeah. And yeah I it's interesting how comedians, mm-hmm. other comedians is not as much mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. It's more musicians for sure. Okay. Where it's like, those are the people that are like kind of on a cloud. Yeah. Uh, Bill Burr was kind of easy for me because I've I've heard through the grapevine that he's like a nice person and you right, can talk to him. Right, so that right. like the opposite of Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin's like famous for punching paparazzi, I think. Yeah, but then it's like a challenge. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and if he likes you, you know he means it. Have you yeah. met a celebrity? Have I met a celebrity? I've met a few. Um, living in New York, I just like see a good, not like a ton, but like a good amount. Trying to think if I ever really interacted with one a little bit with, uh, oh, I went to a book signing for Norm MacDonald. That was cool. And so I waited in the line like everybody else and I, you know, said hello to him. I don't think he made a joke or anything like that, but that's a big guy that, you know, comedy hero mm-hmm. got to meet him. That story wasn't as good as it was originally. In yeah, my head. we're going to yeah. we're going to have to cut that out. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was just <laughs> dead space for 20 seconds. Just, yeah. just, just immediately getting self-conscious that your story about meeting Norm wasn't good. No, he- I'm trying to think of a better. I feel like such an idiot that mm-hmm. I grew up in a big city. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was a good celebrity sighting? I met 50 Cent one time. 50 cents. And it was a the great same one. situation. It wasn't a book signing. It was a uh, bottle of vodka signing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it, uh, so if you went to, I grew up in the, uh, in Orange County, New York, okay. which is in the Hudson Valley, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. 50 miles north of the city for anybody listening. But this was in Rockland County. Yeah. Um, so it was about halfway between where I was living at the time in New York City. And you could go to this liquor store right. and 50 Cent was going to be there. I mean, it was advertised. Like if you go there and you buy a bottle of his vodka, okay. he will sign the bottle for you and take a picture with you. Were you talking like an airplane bottle or were you talking like- It, it was a big bottle. Okay, yeah, and at yeah. the time I was in drinking, man. And I will say, folks, you will get fucked up, blackout drunk yeah. just from drinking one bottle of his vodka. <laughs> 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, that's strong stuff. Uh, I uh, so you drank it. It's not like one of those because like I would never play baseball with a signed baseball from. You know, I have Derek the Jeter, yeah. empty bottle. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. A non-alcoholic may have not drank it at all. Right, right, right. Because I have the empty bottle that I keep telling myself I'm going to fill with colorful sand. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I haven't done that yet. But he's... How fun was that, by the mm-hmm. way, when you were younger to fill the colorful sand thing? Yes. And then there were some psychos that would like, sh- you know, uh, shake it up at the mm-hmm. end of it. And it's like all the work that you did to make it nice and yeah. linear. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's very interesting to yeah. me because I think you and I are both order people. Then I am. Yeah. If that if that's str- if that if that struck a nerve with you, <laughs> yeah. No, you saw me tick a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if the camera picked it up, but my left arm just started shaking. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do. I do like order, which is in terms of organizing your day, which I know is a big theme of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Not great for a comedian, mm-hmm. or doesn't uh, naturally mesh with the life of someone who's always up late and all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. In fact, that was like the catalyst for starting the podcast because I'm a morning person and that's like, it's not, uh, it's not great for comedy. Uh I don't think because you don't have the, you know, you can't perform at 3 p.m., uh, 4 oh, you p.m. Can. and 5 p.m. Oh, you can. It doesn't go well. You, you absolutely can. There's, um, um, well, that comedian documentary with Onri Adams, I hope I'm, I'm right. saying his name correctly, yeah, where yeah, he's yeah. like bombing and not because he's a bad comedian. I was curious why you introduced it as the one with Onri Adams as opposed to the Seinfeld documentary. It's really, I guess it is more about Adams than it yeah. is about Seinfeld in a lot of ways, but I'm sorry. Well, because the part, yeah. the part I, that yeah. made, I think it's because I see myself more in Onri Adams than Jerry oh, Seinfeld. Oh, no, you're more of a Seinfeld. Come on. <laughs> Um, well, our, our taste in women, maybe, but, uh, <laughs> but we're, we're going to have that as a little bit of a dog whistle for the people that already know. Um, oh, is that, yeah. uh, with a previous episode or something? No, no, no. Uh, Jer- Jer- I mean, people make fun of Jerry Seinfeld for dating an 18 year old woman. Oh, well, we started with Woody. We're slowly making our way. We're older, making our actually. way up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, the last person we're going to mention on the podcast is Keanu Keanu Reeves. Reeves. <laughs> yeah. Who is gracious enough to date a woman who's only 10 years yeah. younger than and him. actually at the very end, we're going to talk about famous necrophilia (laughs) (laughs) we'll make our way to the end famous necrophilia i mean i could only think of ted bundy who's the other one Dahmer? no yes ted uh and he was a gay necrophiliac he was breaking down two barriers yeah 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 Mm -hmm. like hidden figures yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, hell yeah dude uh, what were we talking about? Uh, morning stuff. Oh, you're saying, uh, yeah, kind of that stand up you can't do in the afternoon. And then you mentioned Adams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I relate yeah. to. Yeah, I relate to him because Orny um, because uh, yeah, or- Ornery Adams, he is if you guys what's the name of the documentary? The Comedian? I think just Comedian. Yeah, comedian. Yeah. And it's they they follow like a struggling comic who at the time is Ornery Adams, uh, maybe still at now. Uh, and yeah. uh, and uh, Jerry Seinfeld, who was already the biggest comedian in the world. And kind of being like, these are two comedians at different stages in their life. And Henry Adams does a set, uh, and he's a good comedian, but he was bombing. And I think part of it is because he was in the middle of the afternoon, and he opens the door to show the sunlight, and he points at the sunlight and goes, how am I supposed to be funny when the sun's out? Yeah. Or something like that. And uh, it's so true. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Any, any, any show that's not in the basement full of uh, people that are politely drunk is going to be an uphill battle. Yeah. The show that I run at Tiny Cupboard, by no means is this a plug. It's a not a very good show. Although your <laughs> but, next show at the Tiny Cupboard is going to have a very good comedian on the lineup, I've heard. The next, are you on the next one? Mm-hmm. When did I book you on that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you're, you're the greatest. Um, but uh, 
it's at 5.30. So especially during the summer and spring, it's completely light outside. Yeah. And it does give a weird mm-hmm. vibe. I don't mind. I think from an audience's perspective, it makes a lot of sense because it's like you do this show and then you have dinner afterwards because mm-hmm. going at like seven or eight kind of gets in the way of dinner plans. Mm-hmm. But for the comedian, it's, uh, it's yeah. just not loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And when you um, there's a sense when it's too early that everyone's ready for the next thing. Right. Even right. the comedians on the show sometimes like, you you know, there's an energy where you could tell someone's doing their first spot of the night and they have another one. Oh, they'd yeah. They'd rather be at the other one. Oh, I have very first spot energy. Yeah. <laughs> Just in life in general. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. You ever do a casino gig? No, that sounds awful. It, I did one this past weekend. I was at Mohegan Sun in the Poconos mm-hmm. um, and it went it, it actually went OK. But I think I've done Atlantic City stuff. And the bad thing about it is that the show is not the event uh-huh. of the night. Yeah. It's not close to the event of the night. It's a way to kill an hour and a half mm-hmm. so that you can go gamble and party mm-hmm. um, as opposed to performing in some random ass town where it's like you're not only the event of the night, you're the event of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is better, which is better. Life is good, man. I can't complain. So now for the first, uh, for the first, <laughs> I really should, I really should have timed checking the time, uh, not at the end of your sentence. I, you're, right. you're within the first 10 episodes, so I'm still getting used to it. Oh, so you're supposed to check the time mm-hmm. as I'm talking? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which would necessitate me looking at my phone while yeah. you're in the middle of talking, which is also rude. Yeah. I'm figuring it all out. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But no, but I get what you're saying. That mm-hmm. is better, I think. Are you a morning person? No. I mean, I don't get up particularly early. If I have nothing to do in the morning, then I'll probably get up around nine. Okay. So I feel like that's, I don't know, not that late, not that early. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty groggy in the morning. And then I have a shit ton of coffee throughout the day. Okay. But I'm tired all the time. Uh-huh. The two might be related. You think so? I think so. Yeah. Because I get bad sleep, maybe? Uh, I Yeah, because I, I've read... I've gone back and forth on how I feel about caffeine, but some people say as far as 10 hours before bed, you shouldn't have any. 10 hours before. Oh, I'm breaking that rule big yeah. time. Yeah. Like so not even you- close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I've definitely gotten to the point where I don't know if I've become like immune to it or whatever it uh-huh. is. Like I can take a nap immediately after drinking yeah. a cup of coffee easily. That's crazy to me. I, uh, well, I have done the thing if I'm taking a nap that I'll, that you're supposed to do is you drink a cup of coffee or caffeinated, whatever, and then you go to sleep and then it takes a half hour for the caffeine to hit your system. So you're waking up from your nap right as the caffeine is doing. Oh, that's smart. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Is that like, uh, well, Italians always have coffee at the end of a meal, right? Like, yeah. So that's, um, I, uh, that is an Italian thing in my family, in my extended family, like after uh, Christmas or, or Thanksgiving or whatever, after dinner and with dessert, everyone's drinking coffee. Yeah. And I feel like almost cucked yeah, because yeah, yeah. I want to, but I, I know I'm too sensitive to caffeine. If right. I If I drink coffee when it's dark out, I will have trouble falling asleep that night. And you feel cucked by the Italians? Or is it, <laughs> oh, no, wait. This, is nothing to, this I, is, has nothing to do oh, with okay. these. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. believe me. There are no Italians in my family. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's, it's Because I, they would cuck the because, shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you made sure of that. I actually yeah. don't think I've ever fucked an Italian woman. Isn't that weird? Uh, Should I start? 
should you start? I'm trying to think if I ever did. I don't think I did either. Mm. I have actually slept with a lot of Jewish women, but it's not oh, that nice. I it's not that I have a fetish, Ben. Yeah. It's that Why'd uh, you think I'd be a fan? I, I my initial reaction was to be was to feel <laughs> oh, flattered. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. Hell, but well, now that you put it in my head, <laughs> it's just some <laughs> strange fetish. Yeah. Uh uh um yeah, it's more it's more so they like me and I think it's because I'm on the dating apps as a comedian in New York City. Sure. So I I think, you know, I could see that. Mm. How what would number how many are we talking? Uh well my my only serious relationship was with a Jewish woman. Oh, okay. okay. And it's actually funny the first time uh well, actually within a, like a, a few dates she was asking me if I've ever been with uh, a Jewish woman before, and I okay. was like, "Yes, several." And she was like, almost a little like, "Ah, you want to be the first? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> it, it's funny because you're not supposed to like. I've seen enough women comedians of various ethnicities be sure. like, it's so cringy when someone's like, "I've never been with an Asian woman before. I've never been with a black woman before." But uh, I have had the experience that experience more than once when they're like, "Have you hooked up with such and such ethnicity that I belong to?" And I'm like, "Yes," and they're like, "Ah." Like they're a little disappointed. So they, I think they just don't like that you have sex. Is that the idea? Maybe. They don't like, or no, 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 no. They don't like the no and they don't like the yes, you're saying. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I'm saying. Yeah. I've had that conversation with more than one Jewish woman where they're like, am I the first one? Oh, okay. And I'm like, nah. That happened with a lot too. By the way, I've kind had of sex, a silly like, question living in New York City and yeah. being a comedian. Going back to what you said before, probably not. The there was this woman. By the way, this, I, I have sex like maybe t- twice a year, so this is make, making me sound like a Casanova. But yeah. I I had sex with a Latina woman, and she was the most uh, disappointed of of all of these situations. She was like, "You ever been with a Latina woman yeah, before?" Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah." Which I'm a fucking idiot. I should just lie. I should just because we were about to fuck, and she's like. You ever been so they, that's the answer they want. They I, want that they're the first of whatever ethnicity. I it guess is. Okay. so. Yeah. In my experience. Yeah. You should just keep going. You should mm-hmm. be like, no, I've never had sex that's before. Right. I've never spoken. You're the first woman <laughs> I've ever spoken to. I'm really nervous about losing my virginity <laughs> yeah. right now. This that's is, hilarious, dude. Um, I've, I've never had sex with a virgin and now it's too late. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're going um, back to, back but, to Woody. Yeah, no. Uh, unless, unless, yeah. like, obviously, if she's a virgin because she's uh, like, like a know. recently, you know, just left the nunnery type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or like, a, like left the the nunnery, or like a Mennonite or Amish. Or oh, something. okay, that's something. Like maybe, maybe like. She's taking her rum spring, spring in her late twenties, early thirties. Oh. Then I think it's okay. Yeah, that's hot. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that would be the only. So you never took a woman. So you had your the person that you mm. lost your virginity to had already had sex. Yes. Okay. I think that's the common experience for men because women have sex younger than men. Oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In my case, yes, I lost my virginity to a woman who definitely had had sex before. Had sex with my friend before. Yeah. Ooh. Not. Yeah. She was like, I'll take care of you both. Yeah. No, she wasn't like a prostitute. But <laughs> um, You know, was, you, you joke, but uh, I have more than one friend that lost their virginity to a prostitute. Oh, okay. Yeah. And now they're doing fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, sometimes that's how you, you got to get the one out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, ooh, if this isn't too personal. Please. What was, ooh. <laughs> please, please. Let's get to please, it. Please, let's get so personal. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, was it a good experience losing your virginity? I always ask people how they lost their virginity. Um, Unless I'm on, online to get coffee or whatever. 
Unless what? Unless I'm online and get coffee. Sure, sure. You got to pass the time somehow. Oh, no, you're saying that's the one time you don't do it. Yeah, it's the one time I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, you got to. You're too tired. You yeah. got to get your coffee. Um, I think that uh, it was a, it was an okay experience. Mm. She, it was at, so I went to a it was college. With a woman. It was, <laughs> first and last. So I went to a college that didn't have fraternities, but my best friend had, it was like a very fratty college. So I went there to visit my sophomore year of college, which, oh, so I should say, but kind of late to lose it, right? Sophomore year of college. Uh, well, as someone that lost their virginity uh, this summer between sophomore and junior year of college. Oh, I'm, look at me. I'm All right, great. Say no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I didn't know guys as tall as you could lose their virginity that late. Yeah, well, I couldn't get it up. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of stuff, but I, yeah, it was at a frat party. It was like some, it wasn't public, obviously, but it was like not, behind a closed door Ooh. type thing. And I don't mean that as like, because it was to make it sound hot. It was just, mm -hmm. that's just how it went, I guess. I you're don't know you're not a turn off the lights and close the door, but for what we don't love these whores, you're not that type of guy. No, I am. I am that type of guy. <laughs> um, and that's, that's really beautiful, but uh, <laughs> that was great. Um, I am that guy, but in this particular case, I think I was just so eager to finally lose my virginity, mm -hmm. but it was just like, you just want to get it just over whatever. With yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Did you come right away or not at all? I came eh, right away ish. Mm -hmm. I've done worse post, <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't long, but I don't think it was like insanely short. Yeah. You know, good 45 for you, seconds man. at least. Uh -huh. <laughs> was, yeah, that's I mean, that's good for now. You know, the, yeah. Right. 45. I mean, if you think about it, like the function of sex on a biological level is to dump your seed as fast as possible for the tiger eats you. I feel like you've given this speech before. <laughs> <laughs> like actually from a biological standpoint it's actually really good that i come uh -huh. right away yeah that's you great yeah. and actually from a biological standpoint i should be having sex with like multiple women so uh -huh. like you shouldn't be mad at me or your sister uh, yeah i was uh the reason i asked did you come right away or not at all is because i i, I feel like most people come right away and some people like me yeah. were so nervous that they couldn't come at all that makes sense. Both mm -hmm. scenarios make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. I actually think, right. I, I think you're actually, if you're able to come quickly, mm -hmm. that makes you a little less nervous because yeah. you're actually in the moment a little bit more. Mm -hmm. If you're not coming at all, it's like you're totally in your head and all that totally stuff. Totally 100% in my head. And I was like, I don't even think, this is how, this is how yeah. stupid like some young people are in the way that they think about sex yeah. is that uh, we fucked. Um, and then I didn't come. And then I worried, is my virginity, do I still have my virginity or not? As if like a government agent is going to come oh, by. Oh, but that's for the very census. common. That's yeah. very, very common. Mm -hmm. The answer, of course, is that, you know, it does count as sex. Mm -hmm. Well, but then you go back to, what is it, Amish? No, Mormon. The soaking, right? Oh, soaking. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, oh, but you'd still have sex because they consider sex moving back and we forth, right? We, oh, we did quite a bit of moving, folks. <laughs> All right. You know 45 seconds of moving. And yeah. then you gave her the uh, little Darwin speech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay. Yeah. No, that definitely counts. But I, I feel like it's a very, maybe it's more of a guy thing than a woman thing. Mm -hmm. The whole like, oh, does it count or not? You know? Yeah. I f yeah. I don't know if women think I didn't orgasm, therefore it didn't happen. I don't think they think about it much. No. Otherwise, the, the average woman would have had sex like what two or three times it's, it's insane <laughs> if a tree falls in the woods scenario as an adult i've um uh hooked up with 
um, more than one woman. Full stop. That's the end of the sentence. Of course. No. Uh, yeah. Where she goes, uh, just so you know, I'm not going to come at all. And I'm like, I mean, we could try. She's like, meh, it's not going to happen. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's like a protest. Or- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a sex strike like they yeah. did in Sierra Leone. Oh, um, I didn't know about that. Sierra Leone. Uh, by the way, I am an anthropologist, so do not look this up. Okay. Do not fact check this. Everything that I say on the podcast that I like heard about vaguely years ago is 100% true. Yeah. So, uh, so Sierra Leone. There's a uh, might have also been Liberia. So Africa somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a civil war and then the women were went on a sex strike because they're like, our our dudes are like killing each other for no reason. And if we don't fuck them, they'll stop killing each other. And it fucking worked. I might out nerd you for a second. Ooh. I believe that that's based off of an ancient Greek play. Oh, called Lysistrata. Do you fact check me on that? No, no, no. This is a no fat check podcast. Jamie. Oh, don't don't fact check. Jamie, me on that. do not pull it I up. I believe the Lysistrata is the name of the play where they go on a sex strike because the guys won't stop fighting. Ah, so maybe the people in Sierra Leone. We're basing it off that. Or maybe the Liz Estrada thing was based off something else. Or maybe I heard this old Greek myth and then... And somehow transported it to West Africa. I'm not sure. It's possible. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Damn, dude, look at you. Well, yeah. I, I'm not surprised that you know a history thing because we know a lot about history. I like history. You like I Lincoln? Like We're both history. gay for Lincoln, dare I say? Both very gay for Lincoln, mm-hmm. like Joshua Speed. That's a deep cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> 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 old Josh. Um, I. But now that I think of it, as I'm trying to marry the two concepts together, Abraham Lincoln and morning routine. Do we know what was Abraham Lincoln a morning person? Who is the was it Washington or Franklin? That was the early to bed, early to rise. That's Franklin. That was Franklin. Franklin. Okay. Yeah. Um, Lincoln. I don't know. All I know is that he was a workaholic and probably didn't sleep much at all. Yeah. There was the you know stories of him by the candlelight at two a.m. type thing, just you, reading. I think he was a. Um, Oh, uh, if memory serves, he was like an ang- he he sometimes couldn't sleep because he was anxious, you mm. know, about the Civil War or whatever. Yeah, my anxieties. Mm. Ah, I can't sleep either because of anxiety, <laughs> but it's so much less important. Ah, yeah. yeah. What keeps you up at night? So, well, the Civil War, because mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, it was terrible and <laughs> the deadliest war in American history. But mm-hmm. um, keeps me up at night. Ah, mainly career stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, I, I think that that's in terms of my anxieties, but sometimes anxiety is a fucking bitch and it just sort of, you don't even know why it's hitting you. Yeah. Oftentimes, I, I also have pretty bad hypochondria, which I didn't have when I was younger, but I developed it more when I was like, I don't know, in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes I do a little thing starts to hurt or feels weird. And then it's just a vicious cycle of like throat tightening up and all that stuff. Doesn't happen that often, but when it happens, it's rough. Ah, Okay hypochondria that's interesting yeah. what do you think uh what do you think brings that up i don't know death is very it's is the is very scary so i feel like that you know ah so it, it's more like a preventing death thing i mean Maybe. we're all prevent we all want to prevent death so. yes um i i don't know it again i for some reason so recently i convinced myself that i had a shellfish allergy okay which i've never i've eaten shellfish my whole life Mm -hmm. my mom has a shellfish allergy so maybe that's where it sprang from and i think i once read on google that you can develop an allergy for shellfish Mm -hmm. and i was in new england i had like i don't know some calamari or something like that i felt a little tickle in my throat but for the next 
hour or two hours, it was just, I mean, just sweat dripping panic that oh, wow. my throat was closing up, which doesn't make sense because if you need like an EpiPen, I'm pretty sure it happens within the first few minutes. And then if you survived five minutes, you're fine. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Yeah. A former roommate of mine had uh, such a bad salmon allergy. Oh. Or salmon, as it were, yeah. For our international listeners, uh-huh. um, or if you're just very pretentious, but sure. uh, salmon chase back to Lincoln. Oh, dude, but fuck salmon chase with like a million penises. Listen, it's you know, it's a not million. that big of a tangent. It's really <laughs> very related <laughs> to your friend's salmon allergy, dude. Um, I, uh, I mean, we we uh, went off, and you'll plug your podcast at the end, but. Um, I think I made a face when you mentioned salmon chase. Yes. Salmon chase. No, no, you didn't. Sorry. I want to get back. I want to get back to your friend, but, uh, Mm -hmm. you made two faces. If your audience members know who these pretty obscure people are. Mm -hmm. One was for general McClellan. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the other one was for Edwin Stanton. Yeah. Secretary of Secretary of War. Yeah. But Edward, Edward, Edwin Stanton, Secretary of War under Lincoln. I will say I want to rescind that face. Okay. Because I feel like he, he was kind of a dick. But in a way, like, I think he simped for the union in the way that Lincoln did. He was actually like a pretty good guy. Mm. I think he was just like moody and crotchety. Mm. But I think overall, he like came from a good place. And Sam and Chase, I think, was a little bit more Machiavellian. For sure. And uh, just was not nice to Lincoln. No, 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 no. And And that's personal. And he apparently hated that his name was Salmon or Salmon or whatever. Because he was like... I'm named after a fucking fish. How am I going to be president? I'm never going to be president. And he was right. Yeah, he was totally right. And he had a shot, but the fucking Salmon thing got in the way. So wait, tell me about your friend before oh, okay, I made- okay, uh, because he doesn't have a shellfish allergy, but he has an allergy to salmon. So much so that one day I bought salmon yeah. and he- Just couldn't even look at it. He was a very nice, agreeable roommate, never never had any unreal, reasonable requests, but he was like, hey man- I'm def- deathly allergic to salmon. Wow. And I was like, okay, well, I'll cook it when you're not home. He's like, <laughs> you got to throw it out. And he's like, I'll pay I'll pay you. I'll pay you, but you got to throw it out. Oh, okay. Like put it in a garbage can and put it outside. Right. And he's like, because I'll die. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's how that's how allergic he is. Did he pay? Uh, I didn't make <laughs> okay, him do that. Yeah, um, that was probably the right thing to do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, can you imagine? But then I bought a, a like a really cheap protein powder. And I just happened to check the ingredients. And it had, this is bizarre. One of the ingredients was salmon. What? Yeah. That's gross. And then so, uh, actually tastes fine. But um. But yeah, this is kind of weird. And I was like, hey, does it matter that's in my protein powder? And he's like, LOL, yeah, so sorry. It does. Oh, no. You still <laughs> live with him? No. He died. Not because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's just say he's allergic to salmon and now he's swimming with the fishes. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, no. No, shout that's out to J Dog, dude. We, uh, I had to, once I became a professional comedian, AKA yeah. quit my day job. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, uh, you know, wouldn't you know that it, at that exact moment, I also needed to live at a cheaper place when you became a professional, comedian? when I became a professional comedian. Yeah, no, so that's a rite of passage. To, yeah, absolutely. Move, yeah. But you had to leave the salmon guy. I had to leave the salmon guy. Mm. And now I have two guys that yeah. are, n- neither of them are allergic to salmon. Oh, healthy. And they have pet birds. They have pepper. What? Pet birds. You live with pet birds? Yes, I do. Well, it's your pet now, too. Uh, I suppose so. Uh, by the way, they don't have names, apparently, which I found a little strange. The birds don't have names? The birds don't have names. I asked one of my new roommates, I was like, what What are the birds' names? And he goes, oh, well, one of them is Bobby. 
And I was like, I'm Bobby. He goes, oh, right. Sorry. That's not one of their names. So <laughs> he, he confused me for one of the birds. <laughs> oh, I thought he free. I thought he panicked. <laughs> or that. He, he never yeah. named him. <laughs> Just looking around the room. <laughs> so I've taken it upon myself to uh, name the birds Lincoln and Grant. Oh, mm-hmm. that's adorable. Mm-hmm. But one is green and one is white. Uh, which one is which? Uh, I'm going to say Lincoln green. Uh-huh. Grant white. Why so? order that you said it okay <laughs> um, that's a good as reason as any yeah. dude my uh did you have a reasoning uh oh uh, uh well lincoln and grant are like two presidents that i sent for okay so i was like i'm gonna name the birds after uh oh no i get grant. why you wanted to name them that but i'm saying mm. why lincoln is the white one and why grant is the green one. Oh no idea okay okay yeah 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 no uh i uh by the way my name was supposed to be Tara. T- Tara, like uh, like Gone with the Wind? Is that what like the Gone reference with is? the Wind. Okay. That was, yeah, my mom was a big fan of Gone. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that not what no. it was? <laughs> my mom always liked- Tara Reed? How old are you? <laughs> yeah, I think Tara Reed's a little older than me. Yeah. Uh, which means, oh, she's in her mid-30s. But- uh, <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but uh, she, my mom, always liked the name Sarah. Okay. Um, and it's not a family name or anything. She just always, she thinks Sarah is a pretty name. And uh, she married my dad. Yeah. And uh, they had sex. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty I'm cool, listening. huh? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's pretty. Uh, okay, so first they did missionary. Right, then, right, right. <laughs> so my mom gets pregnant with me, and she wants to name me Sarah. But as you know, my last name is Sheehan. Sarah Sheehan. Yeah. Okay. So she yeah. didn't like an SS. alliterative name. Yeah, yeah. She didn't want oh, me. Oh, hey, that, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> she, the SS is too sacred. You know, that's. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, but uh, uh, so she's like, I don't want an alliterative name. Mm-hmm. So instead of Tara Sheehan, it's going to be. Uh, it's, instead of Sarah Sheehan, it's going to be Tara Sheehan. This is if you were a girl. Well, uh, I guess the sonogram person, it was their first day right. because they told my mom and dad that they were having a girl. My dad says it's because my penis was so small. Sure. Which doesn't even, I was a fetus. Of course, my penis is going to be small. Dad doesn't even make sense structurally. Yeah, as a but joke. it feels like it would it would be really small. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, they, they, they even started painting my uh, room uh, pink. Okay. And then I was born. I was born early too. I fucked everything up. Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was born super early. With a tiny cock. Yeah. I, b- <laughs> born early with a tiny cock. Right. It almost sounds like that, a. That's like not a, a bad memoir. <laughs> that's not a, yeah. It's either a memoir or like a, a Bruce Springsteen song. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's definitely running out of titles. You just <laughs> <laughs> to Born early parentheses with a tiny cock. <laughs> yeah. And people don't realize that it's actually a protest song. <laughs> They just come out to it. (laughs) So I was born. Yeah. And um, uh, I was born early, premature. uh, Kind of a crazy story. My mom's water broke. And so they called an ambulance. Sure. And uh, all this time they're thinking you're a girl. All this time I'm Tara in their back pocket. Which, and it probably makes sense. Like, oh, someone's inconvenienced me. Obviously, it's a woman. I see. (laughs) So. But um, they thought it well before. Yes. Okay. The yeah, whole, yeah. Basically, until the moment they saw me. Right. 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 Where everyone was like, "Oopsie Daisy." <laughs> uh-huh. um, uh, apparently, actually, you came out with this throbbing, throbbing hog. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was yeah, it was small during the ultrasound. Sure. Sure. But then, then it, it was so big that the ultrasound can't pick it up. It, th- yeah. That's what it that's was. What it was. Ben. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. No problem. 
<laughs> Hell yeah, dude! I came out with I was I was like, yeah. I was three pounds thirteen ounces. Now they assumed it was the umbilical cord. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all the uh, all the the nurses were like, oh my god, it's so big! Like they were turned on by the size. Yeah, of they were flush. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But you know, conflicted about those feelings because I'm a baby, but I have the penis of a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I was yeah. a boy. Uh, and shout out to the essential workers. Shout out to the essential workers, honestly. Uh-huh. Um, Patterson, New Jersey, St. Joseph's Hospital. Okay. Uh, shout out to the, the, the NICU nurses um, at St. Joseph's. Uh, if any of you guys are listening, um, you can can subscribe to the Patreon for free. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. So I forgot why I even <laughs> brought this. True, one. they have yeah. to pay like everyone else. They have else. to pay like everyone else. Okay, <laughs> yeah. you're not special. You are special. I, I, yeah, I take that back. But uh, yeah, yeah. So I was born. Yes. And surprise, I was a man. Right. And so a man, baby. Right, right, ba- right, right. Baby man. Yeah, I wasn't Benjamin. But yeah, was, yeah, but yeah. No, I, I, that, you're Benjamin, though. I'm Benjamin. You're a yeah, different yeah. guy. So uh, they like they were like, we have to name him not Tara because they didn't want it to be like a, a, a boy meets a boy named Sue situation. So they named me after both of my grandfathers. Oh, OK. Yeah, so Robert Thomas. That those are both my grandfathers. Oh, I thought it was some sort of uh, portmanteau. I thought they no. you were like, okay, got it, got it. Yeah, no, yeah. it was just uh, so the, they were both named Robert. They one was named Robert, one was named Thomas. My middle name is Thomas. Oh, I thought that one was named Rob and the other was Ert. <laughs> or I thought it was Bert, Robin Bert. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> what you're saying makes much more sense. <laughs> Robert and it's a one guy named Robin and a guy, another guy named Bert. I think we have to write that sitcom, dude. Yeah, that would yeah. be fun. So yeah, and I was named uh, after both grandparents, but the the dead guy got the first name. Because I had a dead grandpa and a wait, live grandpa. I thought that was a Jewish thing. No, it's not. No, so I mean it is a Jewish thing. The but Jewish it's not exclusively thing. A Jewish thing. The Jewish. Yeah. Th- I like that I'm explaining the Jewish. Yeah, yeah, please. Thing. Well, um, you've dated. <laughs> you've had sex with several. I'm honestly. Yeah. I uh, my friend Mark uh, jokingly calls me the Eminem of Jews. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Eminem has like all of his friends are black. Right. All right, my right. friends are Jews. Yeah, that makes sense. The problem with that though is like you can't convert to being black, but you could just convert to being Jewish. It's hard though. It's, it's a hard. it's a hard process. And I'm like I'm a secular person, so I can't convert to secular Judaism. No, you can't write to cultural Judaism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine? That would like, be, listen, I don't believe in God, that but I'm very anxious. Fun. That's, that's <laughs> not a sitcom, but yeah. that's a sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just list your credentials. <laughs> and then it's at the end, it's your tightest five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm like, listen, I'm, I, I'm not, uh, I have no connection to God right. or the Old Testament, but I am trying to make it in comedy. Yeah. yeah. I think we'd welcome you in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Uh, are you how did you get your name i think that yeah you know what my hebrew name or my middle name is uh from a great grandfather who i never met but benjamin i think it's similar to your parents with sarah i think they just like the name Mm -hmm. which is uh, for both of our parents like it's a pretty Mm -hmm. usually you think if you really love a name it's a little more off the beaten path Mm -hmm. i mean sarah and benjamin are pretty much as yeah you know normal as it gets Mm -hmm. yeah they're not uh they're not uh special um, oh, this is where the Jewish part of the conversation came because yeah. um, I'm named after both grandparents, right. one of whom was alive and one of whom was dead. Right. So right, right. to give more uh, deference to the dead person, I got his the dead person's first name. Um, well, but he it's doesn't not, even get to appreciate he get that. Get to appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, in Judaism, you it's is it is it that it's bad luck to name the baby after someone that's still alive? No, I think it's more keeping the tradition. I think it's more like keeping the tradition alive and 
they live on in you type uh-huh. thing. Ah, uh, or maybe okay. it's bad luck. I don't know. Maybe it's just <laughs> we don't want to have this guy drop dead. But to me, it's it's almost like I like I like Judaism because it feels very practical. Okay, um, which is not like an adjective you apply to like religion, like de facto. You know what I mean? Um, but like the the thing about like not eating pork, like some anthropologists are like, it's actually because eating pork was dangerous back then. You know. Yeah. So I like to. I'm laughing thinking about like. Uh, they're like, listen, if we have two Bens in the family, it's going to get confusing. So you can't name somebody after somebody unless they're dead. Yeah, maybe it was that. You're There's, right. Though. I think you're right about the practical thing. Because also mm-hmm. you think about, I mean, I know this is true for all Judeo-Christian religions, but like for Jews, all we've got is the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And the main underpinning is the Ten Commandments, which is very practical. I mean, those are like, here are ten rules mm-hmm. as opposed to Christianity, which is more like do unto others. is a little more vague, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that is more of our thing. Yeah. I uh, I have a, uh, this theory that um, Jesus would have been a great lawyer, not just because he's Jewish, right? Yeah. But he, um, <laughs> Christ and Christ, Christ yeah, and yeah. Christ. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then his grandfather takes it over, so it's Christ, Christ, and Christ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there's Jesus H Christ Esquire, but it's a separate guy. Of course. Yeah. 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 But there's a story in the Bible <laughs> where. Um, the Pharisees. Are you familiar with the Pharisees? No. Fer- the Pharisees are um they uh are the uh like the the head guys in Judaism at the at the beginning of the first century. Got it. So they like uh they were kind of like judges um because like uh Israel was under the Roman Empire, but they kind of let Israel do their own thing. So like uh, you didn't want to piss off the Pharisees, basically. Okay. And the Pharisees and Jesus like constantly had beef, yeah. according to the Bible. Um, and they would try to like trick him. Um, so they they uh, went up to him one time and they were like, uh, uh, should you work on the Sabbath? Because he was like preaching on the Sabbath, which is work. And they were like, are you working on the Sabbath? And he and he goes, um, uh, fuck, I don't think I'm going to get this 100 percent right. So I'm going to have to paraphrase it. He said, uh, well, I'm not here to uh, go along with the law. I'm here to fulfill the law. Mm. And it's almost like this weird riddle where they were just like, uh, okay, Jesus, we're going to try again later. Yeah, very confusing. <laughs> yeah. And he spoke in parables in yeah. general, right? Yeah, no, it's it's you got to <laughs> interpret it. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it, it's. I, I think it's very funny because it's almost like, do you know who my father is? Because <laughs> he's like, I don't listen. The laws are for everybody else, but I've come to fulfill the law. Right, and right. I really like that a lot. And the the more famous story is uh, um, the uh, the Pharisees, they gather an adulterer into the, t- the town square and they go, uh, Jesus, you're like Mr. Compassionate. But the 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 the. The Old Testament rule. They didn't call it the Old Testament back then, but they said, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, just the Testament. <laughs> we got a to- we got a stoner. So yeah. what do we do? And he's kind of fucked because if he says, go ahead and stoner, he's not gentle Jesus, meek and mild. But sure. if he says, don't stoner, then he's like negating the, the biblical laws. Mm-hmm. So he instead says, like, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Cast yeah. the first stone. Okay. Isn't it weird how many expressions come from like one dude? Oh, yeah. No, he has a bunch. He's mm-hmm. like uh, the office. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but dude, the, the all, all of the uh early Christian scholars are just basically like white girls on Tinder. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of good quotes. Um wait, did the Pharisees not to get into that, but mm. is the Pharisees 
were they the ones that said when it was between Jesus and another guy to get crucified? Were they the ones that were like, kill I think, Jesus? I think that was the Jews in general, according to the gospel. So that's not specifically mm. the Pharisees. Yeah. Okay, got it. All well, right. I think, uh, the, the so the only historical record we have is that the Romans executed a guy named Jesus. Right. Um, but the the Bible, the God, the New Testament, the gospel says that the just Ferris. one of the Gospels, right? Is it all four that say it? I don't know. Actually, okay. it was enough Gospels to uh, cause anti-Semitism from then yeah, until I'll tell you the what, present that day. Only yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that only takes one. That only takes. I don't know if it's John uh, my, or Matthew, whatever. My fucking favorite. Uh, uh, f- well, it's not necessarily a fun fact, yeah. but um, <laughs> so you're familiar- during the Holocaust. <laughs> actually, yeah. uh, even further than that, the Inquisition, yeah. okay. which wasn't a fun time for the Jews either. Sure, but. Um, there was this idea in the Middle Ages during the uh, Inquisition that uh, redheads were Jews, which is not true. Some are. Some are. Yeah. But uh, for, you know, if you were in Spain in the Middle Ages, yeah. enough people were ignorant to see someone with red hair and go, that is a Jewish person, full stop. Yeah. The reason being is that uh, the apostle Judas, do you know Judas? Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> so, for those uh, unfamiliar, Jewish uh, allegedly portray Jesus, um, and because people are so fucking stupid, they're like Judas, Jews, and it's, that, that's not how it works at all. Is that was that actually a thing? No. Yeah, p- people back then were like Judas. Well, they were all mm-hmm. Jewish. They, yes, you know exactly. I mean? yeah, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but so were the eleven. Good apostles. Exactly. So, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, so so anyway, like uh, for the Middle Ages, uh, uh, Judas was thought to represent like the Jews in the New Testament. And because they wanted to uh, uh, make Judas as ugly looking as possible in like artwork uh, in that and during that time period, they I hate to say this made uh, Judas a ginger. Mm. So just red hair, red like the devil. Okay, devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that um, makes sense. So then fucking uh, in the Middle Ages, people saw paintings of Judas. Right. He represents all Jews and he has red hair. Therefore, lots of gingers getting killed in the Inquisition. Oh, mm-hmm. well, way to make the Inquisition about you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all th- this is what I say when I'm trying to get onto shows. I'm like, listen, if you're looking for... You got to have at least one redhead on on your lineup. We've been through enough. You're being taught the Inquisition, and it's like you know a lot of hundreds of innocent Jews died. You're like, okay, and then and then they're like, you know, also some non-Jewish redheads that you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I've actually experienced that as someone that went to Catholic school. Um, yeah. because in Catholic school they literally told us Catholics died in the Holocaust too, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is like, anytime you're going, uh. You know, even if you're like, oh, the gypsies, it's like, okay, are you a, are you an advocate for gypsies or you just want to be like, it wasn't, <laughs> it don't would, let the Jews complain about the Holocaust too much. You know, yeah. what I mean? you know with that stuff, <laughs> not to get too serious, but with mm-hmm. that stuff, I kind of go back and forth because there's that interpretation, which I totally understand mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, you're trying to steal our Holocaust thunder. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the, you know, oh, a lot of Muslims died or a lot of Catholics died or a lot of gypsies died. Yeah. And so as a opportunity for empathy, that's great, mm. but the other way is yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, yeah. it it it, de- it depends on your um uh your reasoning. For, yeah, you know, where you're what's actually the, coming what's from. What's the intent behind it? Uh, and also, it's just straight up not true. 
um, about the Catholics thing. I mean, there were Catholics that went to the Holocaust, uh, into the camps, but because they wouldn't play ball politically. So there were like Catholic sure. priests yeah. that were like, um, their conscience, their interpretation of theology led right. them not to play ball in Nazi Germany. But there were other Catholic priests that did play ball. Right. And Hitler in general was kind of anti-religion. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mm -hmm. mean, same with the Soviets. But yeah, yeah no, you wouldn't obviously go mm -hmm. because you're Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So do you have a morning routine? Morning routine. Uh, Straight up. No segue. No, 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 no. It's I'm going to connect it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, usually. <laughs> um, get up. Coffee. Uh if I don't have so the other thing I do other than comedy is I tutor kids, which makes my day pretty loose. Tutor kids usually during the school year between like four and seven, four and eight, maybe something like that. And then hopefully you have a show or two. Um, no, one. but <laughs> I, I, um, I get up. Go to the gym. I work out every day. Hell yeah. Not intensely, mm -hmm. but break a sweat ish. Mm -hmm. Maybe like 30 minutes a day. I used to be like insanely into working out. And then I it was like too, too much. Yeah. But I work out every day. I try to get some writing done. Stand up usually. I also have a writing partner that I work on in some other projects. So we'll meet probably once or twice a week. Mm -hmm. And tutoring stuff. And stand up. Is that a full day? Have I forgot that about is a things? Full, I'm I'm tired just listening to it. You think so? Yeah. I try reading. Oh, and then also for my podcast, there's a lot of like research and editing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I'll work on that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your podcast. I was um I was impressed with the amount of research that you did. Yeah, mm -hmm. but in all fairness, so my podcast, you choose a different person every time, and Lincoln was who Bobby chose, and mm -hmm. that's my guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, Lincoln. So I had some knowledge going into mm -hmm. it, and then I added on. Was there ever uh uh? Was there ever a historical person that I guess have has chosen where you're like, fuck, I don't know anything about this Oh, person. yeah. People who haven't even heard the name. Okay. Absolutely. What was, what was the most obscure one? Um, Noor Khan. I don't know who that is. She was a That's why. Muslim Indian uh, well, Muslim Indian woman who went to England and was a spy and hero during World War II okay. for, the, for the French. Oh. oh, no. Well, for the English, but she was in France um, and she died. It was a tragic story. She died in Dachau, but still, it was a, oh, amazing. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is but I never heard of her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that's it's it's crazy how sort of like arbitrary history is in that you can have like such an interesting, unique, tragic life and consequential, too. I mean, I'm sure it sounds like she was like essential to the effort and it's just kind of like. Um, I yeah. mean, some of it might have been it's she's, the 19th. she's got like a street named after, you know, like mm -hmm. there's some remembrance and the people, you know, I was about to say the people who know her know her, but I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you say that, that about anybody. <laughs> yeah, you really could. Um, but yeah, total hero. And we know a lot more about, well, bad people, but mm -hmm. we also know about other people who didn't contribute as much. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. It's this weird thing. Like less people know about her than know about like, uh, fucking, I don't know, Paris Hilton. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so, it's so, uh, it's so arbitrary. Or the other one. Who's the other one? Oh, Nicole Richie. Nicole Richie. <laughs> people know Nicole Richie over Newcon. Paris yeah. Hilton, fine. But mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah dude um <clears throat> excuse me so the working out thing uh every day that's uh that's great i work out every day too yeah um I've, you look great 
Thank you. Yeah. I was fishing for a compliment, folks. No, no, not at uh, all. And you've got the arm is like got a nice angle with the camera. Right? I have good arm genetics. Are I you will righty say. or lefty? I'm a righty. Okay. Um. Uh. But sometimes I switch hit if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But, uh, the I stranger but, yeah. when you <laughs> stranger when you jack off with the, the non-dominant. Oh, hand. okay. Yeah. Um. But I I think I have good arm genetics, but I have I will say shitty fucking shoulder genetics. Um. Yeah. I mean they don't. I don't look disproportional, but I feel like, uh, so I do, um, are you, uh, are you strength training normally or do you cardio? Actually, I mainly do cardio. I used mm-hmm. to, but, or I don't know, my friend who was super into exercise at the end of college got me into like some crossfitty things. I never went to the actual places, uh-huh. but it was those type of like high intensity workouts that are a little bit of cardio, a little bit of strength. Mm-hmm. And I did some weight stuff, but now I, I, you know, I go on the stationary bike for 30 minutes or I've or, or maybe like every once in a while I'll do some weight stuff. But yeah, I think it's more it's largely to affect my mood. Interesting. Um, okay. And I think that cardio does more of the endorphin thing for me uh-huh. as opposed to weight training. Uh-huh. And it has gotten to the point where if I exercise in the morning, I feel fine. And if I don't, I feel awful. Oh, yeah. Which okay. is probably not great. It's like almost like a drug or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah. That's how that's where I'm at. Yeah, I, I I'm sort of the same way. And I I uh have heard the addiction um comparison before, but I also think it's that mo- our modern life is so far removed from like what's healthy. Like yeah. a lot of us like sit around more than I think was ever possible to sit around before. So I think it could be like just working out every day gives your like caveman brain the amount of like uh activity that it it craves yeah you know you you are into anthropology that's very cool (laughs) yeah yeah you like uh, a few references even Mm -hmm. the stuff that you were saying about the the seed and the Mm -hmm. that counts right is anthropology i I think so i i think i'm a uh jack off of all traits (laughs) 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 what a silly pun uh but yeah i do i i i do like mostly oh sorry i distracted myself so i uh I do mostly strength training and I do, I try to do 12 repetitions, four sets. So four sets of 12 and I try to make my fourth set to failure. So a perfect, uh, like, uh, like if I'm doing a shoulder exercise, I want to do three reps close to failure or I'm sorry, three sets close to failure. And then my fourth one, I like to not get to 12. Um, so that I, I timed it perfectly if I fail at like nine, 10 or 11. Okay. Um, and the, the reason I talk about good arm genetics, but shitty shoulder genetics is because I've been working out for years and doing that, I cannot do the shoulder press, uh, higher than 35 pounds, 35. And I'm an adult man. Is that, is that really a bad? It's really low. I, cause the, the machine only goes, uh, you're like 135. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean light, like you're strong, I, but you know, you're proportional. But. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, you know, uh, even though like you don't do a lot of strength training, you would yeah. probably be able to do more weight than me just because of your height and frame. I feel like maybe mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty weak. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think I look, I look a little better than my actual weakness. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, I was, once had a personal trainer for ooh. one set. No, no, no. For one session, it came okay. with the gym membership, uh, just to clarify. And he said to me, he was kind of a weird guy. Mm-hmm. And he said, I know what you want. 
what your goal is. No, no, it wasn't like a sexual okay. thing. I no. thought the, that was the weird part. No, that was at the end. But um, he was like, you want to be the guy. It was after like talking to me for a minute. Mm-hmm. So there's no way he could possibly know what my goals were. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you want to be the guy who is really strong and could kick anyone's ass. But no one knows it. And I was like thinking about it. I was like, that's kind of the exact opposite of what I like. I want to look good. Yeah. And he's like, no, no. Like, I mean, I, I, the implication there was like, you don't care about how you look, but you want to be very strong. I wonder if that's like his vibe and it's what he knows. But he looked insane. Oh, I mean, okay. he looked like pumping <laughs> iron. So I don't know what. Yeah. yeah. He, I think he was like trying to predict who i was and i'm like i I think you got it way 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 off see that's very strange to me because i i've also had one free personal training session this was in college and the guy straight up was like so what do you want to do yeah and i felt so silly because like now i wouldn't care because the goal 100 percent is vanity like hypertrophy like i want to be i want to look i want to look good you know what i mean and it basically means I want to make my muscles as big as I can make them without using steroids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I think, I think, um, based on my, uh, unqualified, uh, ability to do Reddit research. Um, well, I do Reddit research, but I also do like Wikipedia research. Wikipedia you know is mean? great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I feel like the only people that get quote unquote, quote, too bulky are our friends that are taking a little bit of vitamin S, if you know what I'm saying. Is that true? I think so, yeah. I think, because if you look at like natural bodybuilders, like there are, uh, there. did you just look down to see if you were a natural bodybuilder? No, I was looking down at sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had a puddle on the, I don't know, I should have addressed oh, it. Dude, but yeah. dude I'm, I sweat constantly. And yeah. it's not even that hot out today, but I feel like I'm always sweating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you two things. Mm-hmm. One is jacked comedians. Ooh. Because we do something where being jacked is either not helpful or maybe even a detriment mm-hmm. to look extremely good. Maybe, eh, kind of take that back because there are a few jack comedians that are extremely successful. Mm-hmm. But it's not a profession where you need to train. Yeah. Do you think that what what's the motivation? Just looking good in front of on a stage or looking good off the stage? Looking I good think. off the stage. In okay. fact, yeah, yeah. I um. Uh, uh, do you know Stephen Hofstetter? Uh, yes. Yeah. If, I, I, of him. Yeah. 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 I've never met him either, but I, I know of him. And, and if people aren't familiar, uh, with the name, you probably are, you probably know his face because he was one of the first guys to post like, not even crowd work. Comedian clips. destroys. Cause he blah, would get blah, blah, heckled yeah. a lot. In fact, if I, if memory serves me, he would, um, he said himself, I get heckled a lot because I have like an unlikable presence on stage. Mm. I've heard Kurt Metzger say the same thing. Right? Mm. He's just like people sort of, uh, I, I annoy a percentage of people. Yeah. So they want to yell at yeah, me. Yeah, there are people who mm-hmm. get up there and they're guilty and sort of proven innocent. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he's he he had all these uh, comedian owns heckler clips. And um, it was before I even started doing comedy. He would uh, post on Reddit like uh, the like his comedy tips. And, uh, so I just read them cause why not? Um, that's how I learned about the light. 
Uh, <laughs> you mean the light to tell you that you got a yeah. minute left? Mm-hmm. Oh, pretty. I feel like I was so prepared to do my first open mic because I read these Stephen Hofstetter comedy rules. But uh, these are like really mm-hmm. practical ones. Practical. Going back, it's like Jewish. Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't run the light. He said, don't run the light. It's more important than being funny. And uh, don't. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, he, uh, he said, don't be, don't be sexy on stage. Mm. And I, if memory serves, the two examples he gave, uh, if you're a man, don't wear tight T-shirts that accentuate your muscles. Uh-huh. And if you're a woman, don't show cleavage. So this is pretty Matt Rife mm-hmm. being the yeah, biggest yeah. comedian in the world. Yeah. But I feel like Matt Rife might struggle. I think he's do- he's doing, uh, uh, this has been talked about, uh, I'm, I'm sure, before, but like he's doing well because women are attracted to him and they like watching him on social media, possibly while they're masturbating. You think so? I think so. Uh, Well, I do think that there's something to like, listen, with the looking good on stage thing. Yes, there are many successful comedians, maybe the majority mm -hmm. who are not conventionally attractive Mm -hmm. or in good shape. Mm -hmm. But a comedian is on stage and you have to look at him and her for 45 minutes to an Mm -hmm. hour. And just I feel like going back to the anthropology that like people are just more inclined to Mm. like looking at something they find aesthetically pleasing as opposed to someone that they don't. I think that, I think that's true for men. I think uh, as a woman, you could be too hot where you, you remember we were saying like, uh, maybe you've got to be a certain, you got to be like a, you know, good looking, not great looking Mm -hmm. type Mm -hmm. thing. I do know a few comedians. I'm not going to name any names that hide their big titties for that exact reason. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's like, unless you, you know, you're doing a 10 minute set unless you want to spend half of it being like, I know how big my tits are. You know what I mean? <laughs> he could get a lot out of that. I feel like actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, life is good. Uh, we are about out of time, dude. Oh, wow. That flew by. Time for me. flies when you're yeah. having fun. I feel like we learned a lot about you. We learned a lot about uh, Jesus. Yeah. And we learned a lot about Stephen Hostetter. And those are the three people I wanted to cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Related um, to each other. Yeah. We'll yeah, definitely yeah. have you back on, dude, because I feel oh, like come we on. just scratch the surface thank you so much for having me um, on i really appreciate it is the time for plugs i'm gonna uh keep in mind uh this comes out on the night of september 10th right before september 11th right before september 11th okay mm-hmm. um that's it's it's my uh a way of uh making sure america heals helping america heal this episode yeah because it's like i know like an, a painful anniversary is coming up so ben kirschenbaum you know i he's am the guest oh it brings it back to lincoln mm-hmm. yeah so uh Okay. Well, first, uh, happy September 11th. I hope you got a good gift or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I have a podcast called Give Me a Name, which is a comedy history podcast, often leans more on the history side than the comedy side. Um, Bobby was an amazing guest. His episode's coming out soon, actually probably around the same time that this episode's coming out. Um, Bobby talked about Abraham Lincoln. Every episode, a guest comes on to talk about a different dead person, historical figure that they find interesting. Um, and please follow me on stuff hell yeah follow him on stuff guys ben thank you so much for joining us and folks as always early to bed early to rise makes a man healthy wealthy and wise i'm just playing night owls you know i love you